The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. When you hear a Bible story, do you imagine yourself as one of the characters? In the parable of the shepherd who left the 99 to go after one lost sheep, do you imagine yourself to be the shepherd, one of the 99, or the lost sheep? Or in the parable of the Good Samaritan, do you fancy yourself to be the Good Samaritan? Or maybe you're the person who was mugged by robbers. In the Beatitudes that we heard Sunday, Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers. And certainly you do not picture yourself as a troublemaker who needs to be pacified. In the story of the golden calf, who do you identify with? Maybe with God? Those ungrateful children of Israel? Maybe with Moses? You're the hero who comes in to intercede for those sinners in the congregation. Well, certainly you would not identify yourself with a troublemaker idolatrous people of the camp, would you? Let's look at the golden calf in the light of Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. With whom do you identify? The psalm says, He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger slow to anger. But I'll tell you, the train will arrive at the station. Eventually, his anger at sin will be full-blown Exodus 32, I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Now leave me alone, Moses, so my anger may burn against them and I may destroy them. It wasn't enough for the people in the camp to remember the plagues. It wasn't enough to remember the exodus. 
It wasn't enough to wait patiently and quietly upon the Lord to unfold his purposes in his time. No, they, they wanted more. They wanted more revelation from God right here and now. They wanted less faith and more sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we live by faith and not by sight. They wanted a little less faith and a more sight that they could hang on to. Do you identify with the people in that camp? I take pride in my theological learnings and insights, and my ego wants to take that and mix it with the Word of God and fashion, fashion my own personal modern golden calf. I want to uh, take my career as a pastor or deaconess, maybe my present career or the career for which I am preparing, and I want to take that in which I have put so many hopes and somehow mix it with the Word of God and voila! Out comes a golden calf. I want to take whatever it is in my life at my time and station and mix it nicely, almost imperceptibly, with the Word of God and fashion a golden calf, a syncretistic golden calf, a little bit of mine and a little bit of his, and I have taken care of the faith and sight issue. A little more on the sight side, the golden calf, and a little less on the faith in God who has given us the story of salvation. Do you see yourself in the camp of Israel? Do you see the camp, camp us, in the camp of Israel? Psalm 103, again. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Why is that? It is because there is someone who fronts the anger of God against sinners. In Exodus 32, it was Moses who fronted the anger of God against sinners. 
But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with a great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all the land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. And then, when someone fronted the anger of God, then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. There is someone who fronts the anger of God against the people of the camp, us. Now leave me alone, so that my anger may burn against them, and that I may destroy them. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus fronts the anger of God at the sinners of the campus. He does that so that we will not be destroyed. He does that so that you and I will have the fine idolatry, our hidden golden calves ground down and the grinding is bitter, it hurts. But it is for our purifying good. Jesus fronts the anger so that we can confess our hidden idolatries and so that we can live and anticipate the promised land. What is it when we come down from the mountain that we hear in the camp? What is it that we hear in the camp us? He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. I hear something in the campus. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins. Where are you guys from? Edwardsville. Mr. Cook, you're still in school at Edwardsville, aren't you? 
And Pastor Schultz, are you here alone? Eighth grade daughter, good. Well, welcome to you. Um, I'm going to save you seats to be pastors or deaconesses here. And who do we have sitting over here at the other end of the age spectrum? The partners, the partners of Concordia Seminary. Do you know how many places in the world where Christians have the occasion to gather together every day as we are gathered together now? How many are the places in the world where Christians can gather together to hear the stories of the word proclaimed as we are hearing them now? How many places in the world can Christians gather together each day to be reminded that fine idolatries adhere in our being and the word purifies them for eternity. The Word takes them out. The answer is that there are not many places in the world where Christians are as blessed as we are on this campus to hear the Word of God spoken to us on a daily basis. For that reason, we thank God for that reason, we sincerely thank you, the partners of the seminary, by your generous gifts. Day in and day out on this campus, we steep ourselves in the stories. We identify with the characters of the past so that we might know the purifying presence of God in our present we thank the generous gifts that you provide because they are going to send out pastors and teachers to tell the story, to tell the story of what we have learned and experienced in our lives and in our camp, our campus. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your iniquity. Jesus fronted the anger of God against our sin. Amen.